Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, everybody. My name is Laura Hernandez. Welcome to our podcast, Got Feeling. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, today we have a special guest. I'm going to introduce her in a few seconds. Uh, but before, let me talk a little bit about, about me so you can know myself and uh, you can get related with our topic. Uh, my name is Laura Hernandez, like I said before. I am um, a journalist. I have an MA in journalism. I have an MA in economics. Also, I'm a, I am a massage licensed therapist in the state of Florida and a colon hydrotherapist. And uh, the reason I started this podcast, Gut Feeling, it's because I have a very interesting journey with my digestive issue for a long time now. And this leads me to colon hydrotherapy, colonics. So the reason of this podcast is to get you to know what's colon hydrotherapy, but not only that. So topics around that theme that will make you understand better about your digestive health, your digestive issues, maybe, and some um, some things that you can start doing to get a better health from the inside out. So today we have the special guest that I told you before, Dr. Jessica Arias Garau, MD. She's a fellow of American Association of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation, and she's also a double board certified in physical medicine and rehabilitation and interventional pain medicine. So what else do you want? We have the expert here. And she is not only an MD, she's double board certified, so she's really, really, really a great tool, a great resource, and uh, we are honored to have her here. Hi, Laura. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Of course. So we are honored because her knowledge is going to get us to another level of, of, of knowledge, okay? Because I am a colon hydrotherapist, but definitely I'm not a doctor. And I don't have her knowledge. I don't have the, the knowledge at that level. And that's why I, it, it, it interests me. And no, not, not only I'm a doctor, but I'm also a patient here. I've been, <laughs> I've been, uh, lately I've been actually going to the hydrotherapy and it's been very helpful, um, in many ways, uh, not only for, to treat the chronic constipation, but at the same time to help me with, uh, some marathon training and other things. So, I mean, there's many benefits to it. So I'm, very um, honored to be here and happy to um, answer any questions you might have regarding uh, the enteric system and, <laughs> and all of those interesting topics that we're going to be talking about today. It's awesome because you don't, you don't only have the knowledge, but you experience what's my own hydrotherapy. Right. And uh, off the record, we've been talking about different things that we experience while we're having a colonic, but we're going to leave that to the end. Because of the experience, we're going to leave it to the end after the boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's information that people need to know. Right. I have a journey. I had a journey, a long one, going to different doctors, trying to get help, um, sorry, help for different uh, conditions, symptoms, and not everybody understands. Right. And what I found when I was talking to you since the first time is that you got it. You understand because your your knowledge is not only about pain and, and treating people with pain, 
in in the with interventional pain medicine or medication or whatever technique you need to use, but you understand the brain gut connection. But believe it or not, being a patient, sometimes you you're experiencing certain symptoms that you don't even know if it's they're related to how you're called one hundred therapy or not. I was telling you as I was, you know, doing the therapy, I'm experiencing like uh, you know, dry mouth and this and that <laughs> or salivation. And, and salivation. And I'm like, okay, is this is this part of the and we started, part of the therapy? started researching about right. it. Right. And then we started researching and we, we found out together about the autonomic nervous system and how that ties into um, you know, hydrotherapy and, and that's actually what we're gonna be talking about yeah. today. So Laura's gonna you know, discuss her experience and I'm going to uh, be a little bit more detailed about the anatomy, the pathophysiology of what happens in the gut and constipation and maybe some medications that might help with that and, and uh, you know, leading to hopefully, you know, uh, hydrocerebrate or hydrotherapy. It's available to the right, people that are uh, non-medical treatment, but at the same time it's very helpful for the patients that, um, you know, have uh, different types of problems like chronic constipation uh, that is not treated with, with the medical treatment, regular medical treatment. I am fascinated with the nervous system. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated, specifically, I'm fascinated. Me too, that's what I did. Special. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fascinated with the, with the parasympathetic nervous system, with the sympathetic nervous system, and I try to talk, you know, the people that come to the colonics about that, some people love it, but some people, like, look at me like I'm talking in, in another language, you know, and that it's because I am fascinated with what leads me to to do the colonics. I took laxatives for 19 years, and it almost destroyed my life. Mm-hmm. It almost killed me. And I didn't knew what I was doing. You know, I was I was told that... You were desperate. Was, you were desperate. Yes, I, I, was desperate. I was told to take laxatives if I was constipated. So I started doing it. And then, over time, I started taking more amounts because I didn't knew my body started getting used to them. Let me ask you this, was that on your own or did you were you reading about it? Did some somebody professional ask you about well, to do all these things? Yeah, it was like how, how did you It was a doctor. It was a doctor, it was a primary care physician who told me, Well, if you're constipated, check a laxative. But the problem was I, I don't even blame the doctor. He didn't go deeper. Well maybe he problem. didn't know too much about the emotions exactly. behind it and how how severe was your emotional problem that led you to, you know, taking so many laxatives? Maybe it was just an excess of taking that medication. It happens to many patients, actually. You become so desperate to the point that you start taking more and more and more, and not necessarily that means that you're going to have as much relief if you take more medication. It's a false relief. That's that's what I feel. You feel good at the moment because, yes, you are getting, you know, some tools coming out of your body. You feel some more, you know, feel empty. But the next day, you are the same or worse. Right. And then you start to retain water. And what I didn't knew over the years is that I was losing a lot of minerals, electrolytes. So I was all the time weak. I was losing a lot of muscle mass. All my um, my bones got affected because of it. I didn't knew that your body, your, your bones needs those minerals. So they need to replace it somehow. Mm-hmm. So it starts... You know, your body needs them to, for energy um, and it starts pulling out of your teeth, of your bones. Your body, your brain, everything. Everything. So I didn't know any of that. Nobody explained that to me. 
I can be a journalist and I could have a, a master in economics, but I don't know anything about anatomy or physiology or biology or anything like that. That's not my expertise. And nobody took the time to explain it to me. So I think that was the real problem here. Right. And over time, uh, I got, of course, I was very weak. I was losing a lot of weight. It took me to a, to a path of anorexia. And uh, I was always in pain, on abdominal pain, cramping, uh, nauseous. I was vomiting pretty much every night. I, I hope the audience is getting this, is understanding how deep this is. As you're talking about this, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm also suffering from pretty similar symptoms, uh, chronic bloating, um, you know, reflux all the time. It, you know, my, my diet was horrible before, and I've tried to improve that throughout the years. But, again, hydrocephalus has helped. Know better. And I know better. better. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been treating myself <laughs> for some time. But, uh, honestly, uh, when we talk about the hydrotherapy more in depth, uh, you, you'll understand how beneficial this therapy is uh, in conjunction with the medical treatment. But again, okay. we have to also have knowledge regarding the, the pathology and the types of diseases that can affect the gut and the intestines because they might be treated in a different way. Right. Exactly. So uh, That's why I love that I have you here. Let's talk a little bit of what I am passionate about, the, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system or go ahead and start whenever you feel it's better. Okay. So, you know, first of all, I'm going to try to go to talk about this as simple as I can, uh, but the body has a, a, a nervous system, right? And the nervous system is composed of two main nervous systems, right? The central nervous system, which is composed of the brain and the spinal cord, and the peripheral nervous system, which is divided into... The main one is the autonomic nervous system. That's the one that controls all the involuntary um, bodily functions. We don't, we're not, we don't know that what that they're happening, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, the central nervous system is more voluntary. Okay. So the autonomic nervous system is divided into the ones you like, right? The parasympathetic <laughs> and the sympathetic nervous system. So, as well as the enteric nervous system, which is the main one that I want to kind of focus a little bit more in, in today's talk. But just to explain a little bit, so the, the sympathetic system is the one that we call fight or flight, right? When we're in danger, when we're in a stress, stressful situation, all these cells, these nerves, are the ones that are responsible for uh, increasing your heart rate, increasing your blood pressure, um, start to start sweating right when you're in a, in a dangerous situation. It's like the rocks it's are breathing really, really fight rapidly. Or stay. Either, either you fight or either you it's run away. Survival mode. Literally, that's why it's called fight or flight. Yes. Okay. Um, so, and then there's this parasympathetic nervous system, which is the one that is the opposite, right? It relaxes you. It um, it, it promotes digestion. So you're you're not really digesting when you're in stress. Because exactly. you want to eat. Right, so you want to be relaxed. You, you know, the, the parasympathetic nervous system brings everything down. Right, it calms the body down. And then we have the enteric nervous system, which is completely independent of the central nervous system. This is why it's so fascinating and so important because it's like its own entity. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the central nervous system is like the king, exactly. and like yeah. the the enteric nervous system is like okay, we're, we're this kingdom is somewhere else. I mean, another king is, is, is here, right? So, yes. so it's completely independent from the nervous, uh, from the central nervous system. And basically, the, um, the enteric nervous system is 
responsible for regulating uh, what you were talking about, right, the exchange between water and electrolytes in the gut. It's also responsible for uh, regulating the immune system, your hormones. Um, it basically, that's Imagine the main Imagine what I was doing to my body when I was including it with, with you know, oh, my God, I, I can't exactly. even talk about it. And then adding to that, I mean, you haven't talked about this, but no. yes. you have other problems. Related to endocrine and hormonal issues, exactly. which we're going to be, you know, discussing yeah. more in depth a little bit later on. So, so th- that's basically the main anatomy and the most simple way of putting together what the nervous system. And is I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's very interesting how this day pretty much everybody is living in a fight or flight response. Everybody's in stress. Everybody is exactly, <laughs> and every moment of my life, us included. And you know that you have to control that. It's really hard to control. People are, you know, like in a bad mood, you know, mood changes, sometimes aggressive, irritated. So that's part of the fight or flight. COVID, depression, I mean, everybody's trying to survive day by day by day. Mm -hmm. And it's like being hooked on that fight or flight. And sometimes it's very difficult to get to that rest and digest state. Right. How... Which is How extremely important because you said you, you were not eating yourself well and, and, and you you became sick, yeah. right? You were weak, you became anorexic. I mean, that has other implications. Physiologically, mental, mental, mental health. health. Exactly. That's so why we're having so many issues. It's all connected. And, and that, that leads us to, you know, what we wanted to also discuss is the gut-brain axis. That's another passion I have about it. <laughs> which is extremely important because, again, everything in the body is connected. So the gut-brain axis basically is how your gut senses uh, all the stimuli that comes that in your body, right? So we have, we have the sensory nerves uh, that are connected directly to your gut. Mm-hmm. And from there, it sends a message, right? It's just a, an electrical message. And from the gut, it goes to the enteric nervous system, which we already talked about, right? It's bundle of nerves that give information, that provide information, and through that enteric nervous system, through that vagus nerve, that sends a message to your brain. And your brain has different, it's called nuclei, right, different areas in the brain that perceive that information, whether it's for pain, whether it's for inflammation, or even emotions, because the limbic system is involved, and that's an area of the brain that's really, really important. That's why, you know, the emotions and the, the mental health is affected. It's because the limbic system is involved in all these messaging, um, you know. I want to interrupt you. Sure. I, on, on that time that I was taking all those laxatives, I became depressed. Right. And I didn't know it was related to because. And it's because of what I'm explaining right exactly. now. Exactly. That's why it came to my mind. You have two brains. That. that God connection that we're talking about. We have two brains. The first brain in the head, second brain, it's the intestines. And when we are not taking care of our health, our digestive health, it affects our brain too. Sure. So our emotions. So I was depressed and I didn't knew it was because of the lack of minerals, the lack of reabsorption of minerals and electrolytes and, and vitamin B production and all that that happens in our colon and in our intestines. So I just want to make a pause to tell that because depression in these days is very common too. I'm not saying, please, I'm not saying that there are not really mental uh, issues, that there are not, you know, sick, uh, people sick that have to go to a psychiatrist or anything like that. I'm saying it can aggravate it anyway. 
right? When we are not healthy. So continue. I'm so sorry. I just no, I, no, no. I, I, I want you to interrupt me because because this is a conversation. That's yes, what I, that's exactly. what I want. I mean, otherwise, I'll just go on and on and on, <laughs> and people are going to get bored. This <laughs> medical stuff. Um, but anyway, what I what I was uh, saying is like once that message gets to the brain and all those nuclei that it perceives that information, your brain processes all that, and it's like, okay, well, I, I have pain, or I have been, and it goes back down through all that nervous system and back into your gut, and that's either when when you start becoming symptomatic, right? Now, when there's an interruption of that message from the periphery, right, from that sensory, initial sensory nerve that captivates, that captivates that information, when there's that interruption, whether it's because there's an injury or because there's an inflammation going on, that's when the problems start coming. The blood-brain connection, right? blood connection is interrupted, and that it leads to pathology, it leads to chronic pain, and it can lead to chronic constipation, which is one of the main topics of today's talk. That's what we do here yeah. every day. Chronic constipation, pretty much of it, or ideas, yes. which will tell us about it. And, and, and I mean, I, I'm a specialist in interventional pain management, and I, I work with uh, musculoskeletal pain, and, again, everything is pretty similar. I'm not a gastroenterologist, but, but in terms of the, the pathophysiology, and the perception of pain, it works exactly the same way. Pain is very complicated. And the longer the longer you have the pain and the more prolonged you have your symptoms without being treated, the more your 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 uh, your nervous system is going to become sensitized to the pain. And you're going to perceive pain at a higher level than somebody that does not have that pathology. And that's where the problem comes in because it's harder to treat, right? So you want to make sure that you... Um, identify these symptoms as early as possible and try to go to your doctor and, and have, you know, a diagnosis, make sure that you don't have a, you know, a medical problem that needs to be treated. And once this is all ruled out, then, uh, you know, okay, I have chronic constipation, idiopathic, whatever it is. Then okay. I can do a colonic. <laughs> then you can do a colonic. <laughs> exactly. or then you can do, you, you know, have to rule out older, older illnesses. Yes, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Because... There are contraindications for colon hydrotherapy, which we can talk about it um, just a little bit so people can understand what are you trying to rule out when you say that, like colon cancer, or maybe they have Crohn's disease, or maybe they are having, uh, <clears throat> sorry, diverticulitis, infection in the diverticula. So there are some um, contraindications, but pretty much and acute, acute problems, which exactly. are the ones that you want. Infection is very important. If you need antibiotics, that's not really treated with hydrotherapy. No, health, no, right? no. So that's why you need to go to your doctor, make sure that uh, everything that is uh, acute is ruled out or that you've had the proper treatment. And then... Um, I'm going to make a pause here because I want to, before we continue with the conversation, I want to um, take a moment to give a, give a very huge... Thanks to our sponsor, okay? Our sponsor uh, on this podcast, Got Feeling, is South Broward Accounting. South Broward Accounting has a CPA, Jorge Ruiz. Jorge Ruiz has a master in taxation, and um, he is an expert in taxes. So you can trust him. Uh, this is the one-stop solution for all your accounting needs and taxes, of course, included. We're on the tax return, right? So 
So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Jorge might need uh, some colonics and some breath and digestion <laughs> because he's probably <laughs> he's probably really stressed he, out. He's our friend, so all the other people in the world. So he's probably they're having IBS at this point, right? <laughs> IBS because of the stress and all that. We are laughing a little bit, but we laugh, but we have the same symptoms. So exactly, <laughs> we are not trying to laugh. Uh, how do you say? We're not laughing uh, at him, with him. laughing with him. We know what it feels like. Exactly. Right? And, and the constipation, all that comes with the stress. So we want to say thanks. Thank and, you. Uh, and I'm going to give the full number in case you're in, the, in Florida, in the South Florida. Or he knows a lot about taxes in other states. So take advantage of that. And if you're in Florida, call him. Any part of Florida. Thank God in these days we have the Internet, so you, you don't need... You don't need to be uh, on the south area, but we are located in the south area. Uh, his number is 954-318-7460. 954-318-7460, South Broward Accounting, your one-stop solution for all your accounting needs. And Jorge Ruiz is your CPA. Great. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to continue with God Feeling, our podcast, and Dr. Jessica Arias, which is double certified, and she's uh, an expert in pain management. She's an interventional uh, pain management, but she knows a lot, a lot. Like she said, she's not a gastroenterologist, but it's pretty much the same <laughs> thing in terms of pain and, and how it connects to our brains. So we have two brains. And this is a very interesting uh, conversation we're having here. So I, I wanted to uh, kind of go a little bit more in depth about soft. I'm not going to go all the way into describing each, um, you know, problems with uh, the intestines and the diagnosis, but three three of the main ones that are um, very common. One of them is dyspepsia, and it's, it's secondary to that interruption of the gut of the gut brain axis. Um, a lot of people suffer from dyspepsia, and uh, this is basically symptoms of indigestion, bloating, stomach pain, a feeling of fullness after you eat. And if you think about it, you're like, everybody has that, right? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And that can be confused with other other um, diseases, such as IBS, which is pretty similar, right? So it's a, uh, it causes bloating, abdominal pain, um, changes in your bowel habits diarrhea, you can have constipation, and it all varies. This one is actually more related into with the emotions, right? With stress. How stress, you know, your stress levels um, and, and emotional state has a lot to do with your, your changes in, in um, bowel and bladder uh, habits, particular bowel habits. Um, and then the other common one that is associated to the gut and brain axis interruption is functional chest pain. A lot of people get confused, uh, you know, oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. I'm really having a heart. You're, again, I'm not saying if you're having chest pain, the first go. thing you have to go, we have to do, please go to the ER. Make sure you get an EKG. Make sure you get checked and make sure you're not having heart attacks first. Then another cause of chest, common chest pain, uh, is reflux and heartburn. Yes, and, I feel that. And we, when you have severe heartburn, it, it feels really, really bad. You can't swallow. I mean, it's an intense esophageal pain. And, you know, you drink water, you do, you know, take everything in the planet, <laughs> and, and it doesn't go away. Um, it's very painful to swallow. So, so those are kind of three, main, three common 
um, diseases that, that can occur with that, that uh, gut-brain axis interruption, right, that we were And the constipation, which I'm the expert of it. <laughs> exactly. And then and, and constipation, which is actually the, 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 main, the main topic that we're going to be talking about, chronic constipation, yes. right? So, so and, and I want to, there's certain criteria that describe what chronic constipation means, right? Chronic just means that you've had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And pain is usually more than three months, more than six months when we're talking about pain. But when we're talking about chronic constipation, uh, particularly is to have less than th- three um, bowel movements or stools per week. Um, another symptom is that you might feel like heart, like lumpy or hard stools or straining with bowel movements, feeling like you have a blockage in your rectum or that the feeling and need to empty the rectum. Yes, and then when most of people come here because they're constipated or they have IBS, they're going from one side to the other, like you said, and that's how Colonic will help them. We use open systems. It gives you privacy. We have two rooms in our clinic in Fort Lauderdale. It's awesome, the experience. We have music so you can relax and connect with your parasympathetic system. Remember, (laughs) relaxation. Exactly. And then you go and you continue the rest of the day. Very, very relaxed, okay? So if you want to know more about Colonic, how can it help your gut health? Please contact us. We are in Fort Lauderdale, 954-296-1218. through colon.com. Through colon.com, you can see videos. You can see how it works. We are the expert in gut health and detox. So if you want to know more, please contact us. You will not regret it. The only thing you're going to regret is not doing it before, Okay. So feel free. It's safe. It's uh, medical devices, FDA approved. It's alternative medicine, but it's very effective. And I can, I'm a proof, a living proof about it. Me too. I am. <laughs> and not only you can you can use uh, colonic therapy uh, to alleviate chronic constipation, but you can combine that with over-the-counter medications. Um, again, there's many types of over-the-counter medications, bulk-forming laxatives, lubricants, stool softeners. Osmotic laxatives, again, go to your doctor if you have any questions regarding which type of over-the-counter anti-inflammatory, I mean, over-the-counter um, laxatives you should be using. Uh, patients that have pain that take opioids, that's a different that's a different problem, and I just want to touch this topic really quickly. Um, over-the-counter medications or laxatives might not take care of this pain. You definitely need to go to your doctor. There's specific medications that are... Um, you know, prescribed to help with this type of a problem, but you can use it in conjunction with uh, hydrocolonics. With colonics. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, a lot of people that take medications. Again, we're talking or about antidepressants or antidepressants, right? Patients that are taking antidepressants and opioids, you know, it slows down your, your peristalsis, which is the motility of, of your gut. And, um, and again, you can use them in combination as long as you don't have major medical problems like colon cancer you know, uh, bowel obstructions, et cetera, that we, we you know, we, you need to make sure you go to your doctor to rule out those names. If, if you call us, we can tell you the contraindications so you can consult with, you, with your doctor and you uh, will understand better how it works. We appreciate that you are listening to us and um, please contact us if you want um, more answers about this. 
and uh, I hope you have a, a great a great rest of the day. Okay, God feeling. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Laura, for inviting me today. Thank you. Bye bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers. Day-to-day simple tasks can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps or have somebody do it for me. What scares me the most is just the falling. When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's... It's crucial. Home for Our Troops is a wonderful nonprofit that builds a mortgage-free, fully adaptive, handicap-accessible house. And there's no catch. It'll be our very first home that we've ever owned. This is a game changer. This is where your life begins again. We need you to join us in completing this important mission. Please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives. Because of you, everything's... It's going to be okay.